0: welcome back to dealing with it welcome back it's uh, a podcast about rolling with the punches as uh, a mm-hmm. mother and son podcast
1: yes it is and in today it is mother and sons mm-hmm.
0: mother and son yes. and brother podcast
1: mother of <laughs> my two sons yeah <laughs> two of my three boys but anyway i'm trish i'm the mom My um,
0: my name's matt uh, i am one of the sons and i'm sam one of the sons. Sam is, yeah, and uh, Sam is the oldest. My older, it's the older brother, oldest that's son.
1: Right, that's right, and he's uh, agreed to come in join us today for the fun. He's working a bit of a, a cold, so um, I apologize in advance. No, <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, it's all good. Um, Do you want to
0: introduce yourself a little bit? Sure. Name, age, uh, height, uh.
1: <laughs> social security
2: number, blood
0: type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. By the way, it's five one. No, 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 no. Nope. No, 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 no. No, no, no.
2: My name's Sam. I. Uh, 31, I'll be 32 here in two weeks, uh, the oldest of the three of us, and I am the father of the much alluded to wonderful two-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah. granddaughter, Ernie. Yeah, who will be a, uh, um,
0: which we'll get into a little bit later, sure. so talk more I would, about
1: I'd say through this journey, you know, although we all began the grief journey uh, on the same day, which was... How many weeks now? Did we say just now? Fourteen, 14 weeks.
0: Ninety-eight days. Ninety-eight
1: days ago, um, in our, and, and I have said before how very very proud I I felt of all my sons taking care of me and taking care of the details, and and Sam was one of the guys who just really hit the ground running with, actually writing the obituary. He spoke at the, the service. Um, the uh, the eulogy was was his. Um, yeah, he really took it by the horns. Really, he he visited the the funeral home. He made sure things were lined up. He really had uh, did a lot of the nuts and bolts to make that time. And I, I, Sammy, I don't know how you did it. And I to this day, if I'm saying thankful for things, still I'm very thankful for yeah. you and your ability <laughs> to um, be very focused. I think on the time of getting getting what needed to be done done, and uh, you did it for your dad, and you yeah. did it for all of us, and I'm appreciative.
2: You're very welcome. I honestly don't know how I did it myself. Yeah, it did. It
0: felt it felt kind of like right there in the right in the aftermath of dad passing and leading up. There was this sort of, at least in my mind, this like surge of like I need something to do now. Like this, yeah. I can't just like there's, I can't just you know there's there's stuff to be done with like before that he's in his final resting place and funeral and whatnot. So. There was that sort of sense of duty, and uh, yeah, definitely. Like I was inspired by by how hard you were working on it, and uh,
1: well, and all three of you boys uh, really, uh, you know, I, I can't say it enough, but uh, really stepped up into areas that I, I was. S- i, I I'm so proud, just so proud.
2: I'll take credit for the skeleton of the eulogy. <laughs> I will say that that became very much a like piece together collaborative event. I wrote this, the bones. Mom put a lot of meat on it, and then we mm. all kind of glossed everything yeah. that and, yeah. and I do think and that that, that
1: laptop went probably between uh, all of us, all of us, and meaning our, the sons, the sons, the daughters-in-laws, the, and daughters yeah, like and laws, the um, who all have great uh, different lenses and mm-hmm. perspectives on it, and um, came up with something that I think honored your father. Yeah, I
0: think we honored him well. Yeah, so. Um. Before we get too far yeah. in, into all of this, I want to check back in with our with our goals from last week.
1: Meditation was mine.
0: Yours was meditation. Mine was to go to sleep when my body said go to Ooh, sleep.
1: how did that go for you?
0: Uh, good at first, and then I did. I got suckered by the Black Friday deals, and I bought the new Red Dead Redemption uh, video game, and so no, I haven't been sleeping. No. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I've been enjoying my time. Um,
1: well that's okay. Yeah,
0: no, but I've been getting adequate amount of sleep and, and keeping mindful on it um, for the most part. Uh, and, they, did, and lately
1: yeah. though when your body says you're tired and you say be quiet.
0: Yeah, be quiet. There's there's we have vid- to get to the next level. There's video games to play. <laughs> but how did uh how did you how did meditation go? I sort of dropped the ball on your goal because I was supposed to send you that app and I didn't do it until uh, the day before Thanksgiving.
1: Well, but... the app was Headspace Yeah, and I have it on my phone and I have, I've meditated twice. That would be a total of six minutes and I'm feeling pretty expert now.
0: Do you, so it's like the guided yeah, meditation? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's and I voice. started
1: with the shortest time that you can do it. But um, I, I think there's something to it absolutely coming into it 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 asks um there were four areas maybe you'd be interested in why are you coming to this to meditation and um i clicked on the one that just want to learn more about it but there were some about increasing your focus or uh, relaxing helping you sleep those sort of ideas so um i'm learning about it but in the six minutes Mm -hmm. that i have meditated (laughs) i feel
0: you changed your life
1: it I'm rocking. I'm rocking the six minutes, and I like it. To be honest yeah. with you, I um, there's there's I'm going to learn more. That's what I'm learning is that there's a lot more to learn, and it's a skill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that there'll be there'll be value in that for me.
0: Totally, I think there's that thing with that I've noticed in the, the few times that I've done you know done it with mm-hmm. the same app and, and some other sources as well. But like uh, one, there's a lot to uh, just creating sort of a calm environment to be in but there's also a lot of things like physically that happen when we like do different like breathing exercises and uh like focus our breaths that really does mm. the amount of oxygen that's coming into our bodies and brains uh you know feeds certain you know whatever endorphins or or something enough to uh yeah to make a bit of a difference in your day
1: yeah, yeah. well I'm, not... I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes i will continue it for a while and see you know how, how it works but it was uh Mindspace. Um, headspace. Sorry, headspace. <laughs> and it was, it, I, I'd say come along if if that's something you're interested in, on your phone. It didn't cost me anything, and
0: yeah, free free it. plug for headspace. Uh, but seriously, yeah, check them out.
1: A guy with a really nice little British accent talks to you, and they
0: have some kind of fun videos. That sort of, uh, did you get into any no, of those yet? Haven't been to a video. Oh, they, they kind of make little fun cartoons for that explain. Uh, you know, get visuals to like the talk, like the what they talk about, like with your thoughts, as like oh. they like traffic, and then like you know, all these things. Nice. So, so it just kind of is nice.
1: This uh, week was uh, also the week of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and I know that we were talking about that last week as we were heading into it with some feelings of nervousness and maybe would rather just forget about it.
0: Yeah, we. So the anticipations or some of the anxieties we had going into Thanksgiving were. Uh, Uh, We're a lot based around tradition. Mm -hmm. How do we go forward with the the norm of our family uh, traditions when the norm of our family has been very uh, shaken? Yeah. Um, But yeah, so let's talk a little bit about how it went down. What, uh, Mom, Sam, Mm -hmm. what were your guys' feelings when you woke up on on Thursday for Thanksgiving and as the day progressed?
2: I (coughs) would bet that mine was... Maybe very different than mom's since. Oh.
1: Oh, we're also in a room with a puppy. Yeah,
2: dogs letting themselves be known. But woke up very relaxed for Thursday. It was very nice. Um, had breakfast with, with my wife and and Ernie, the two year old. And um, after breakfast, we decided hey, let's get ready, let's get dressed, and I'll we'll just come on over to Moss's house. And that was pretty much how the morning went. It was, yeah. it was very nice, very relaxed. Um, Hadn't put a whole lot of emotional thought into it at that moment.
1: Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. and that's great. Just ready to go. And for me, um, I started preparing some of the dips and that kind of stuff on Tuesday. I, I started with a list so that I, because in my brain right now, things just get jumbled so quickly. And I didn't want to drop the ball on Thanksgiving Day. So I just made a list of the things that needed to get done, and I would check them off as they happened. So I started on Tuesday and then continued on Wednesday. So when Thursday morning, when I woke up, I felt anxiously. Um, what's the word? I, I was anticipating in a yeah. good way. But you felt not, like
0: prepared, at least.
1: I felt, I felt prepared, and I'll tell you something I had forgotten. I enjoy cooking for people. Yeah. And it's been a really long time since I've cooked a meal for a large group of people or for a group of five people or, you know, because when you're at, at home by yourself, you don't necessarily go out there and start looking for, you know. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed the uh, exercise of, of cooking. And um, I, this is the first year I uh, made a turkey because in the past that was your dad's job. He was prime rib on Christmas and turkey for Thanksgiving, and so I did have to do some research, and And may I say, that turkey was just fine. Now, you're vegetarians, and you didn't eat it, no, and it lo- you it left early, I- and you weren't there, so <laughs> all, people, all the people listening have to know it was the best turkey ever. So any,
0: yeah, and no one in this room can disprove that. Nobody can say nope. anything
1: else. Um it was a fine little turkey. It was juicy and, and not dried out. And I didn't embarrass myself. Um, but the, the people that came... Um, now, so Sam, Jess, and Ernie were here mm-hmm. for appetizers and things first. Then they took off to go over to Jess's family's for, for Thanksgiving meal. Um, so they, they were here a good deal at the time, yeah. too. And got to enjoy the people and some of it the... It was really
2: good to see everybody. It was,
1: it was fun. Yeah. And um, it was nice. And then, um, but I, and it wasn't perfect, but I didn't beat myself up over it. I have bigger fish to fry in this world than if the green bean casserole got put into the oven (laughs) on (laughs) time, which it did not. Um, I was calling people over to the table to eat dinner. I opened the refrigerator and there's the green bean casserole having not been put into the oven. It would need to cook for 30 more minutes. And so, you know what? Everybody was lovely. And they said, you know, when we're ready for seconds, there'll be uh, warm green bean (laughs) sauce. Yeah, exactly right. And, And that's, and I just... I went with it. I did not feel like I needed to be embarrassed by it or, um, it was just how it was and it wasn't perfect, but I think, um, fully in giving myself permission and, and just being kind to myself. Yeah. We didn't do it. Yeah. Didn't and worry about it.
0: It felt, uh, this year, um, I think just because there was like, I mean, yeah, people were eating, Katie and I were cooking our tofurkey, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, everything felt a little more uh, casual. Yeah, it did this year. and Then, like, yeah. set up the, the plates, make sure everything is the candles are lit together, like-
1: and stuff. Yeah, your brother Eric, um, younger brother, was there, but he needed to take off earlier to go to work. So, um, so they they were eating and had to go sooner. So, it really was a great time for visiting and people. But there was not the the need to sit down at the table together and and um, I don't know. Go through some of the the things that are traditional and lovely and lovely, but this year for us, it was just a little little more casual.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, so birthdays aside, I think this was. I mean, other than Halloween, the first sort of big family holiday that we've right. gone through without dad. Yeah. Um, what were some of your guys's uh, What were you sort of anticipating about that or? Uh, versus how you felt. Like I'll say for myself, I, I put a lot of stress on, like, uh, on the idea of like how am I going to feel on that day? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be very like somber? This idea of like the family gathering, but there's you know one f- person obviously not there, or whatnot. And I can say for myself, and uh, I almost struggled with guilt on it a little bit. It didn't feel as as profound as I thought it was going to exactly. be. It was one of those yeah. things that I really put a lot of stress on, and then when it came to fruition for me at least it wasn't as big uh, uh, an issue that I had
2: made in my head. Yeah, like Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Yeah. uh, Of all of them. And I think I built it up a little more in my head to be like, this is gonna be really different because dad's really not there. And and then I would say reality was much different. Yeah. A lot calmer, a lot smoother.
0: It was like Um, still nice to see like mm -hmm. all the family and and hang out, Mm -hmm. Um, especially in kind of a more casual environment I thought.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and especially seeing everybody on our side and then being able to go over to my in-laws. Yeah. And they were fantastic and nice and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really wonderful day. Yeah. And.
1: One you know. thing that, um, Matt and I talked about last week was our family's tradition of, of, uh, after the, the prayer to, you know, stand together in a circle and speak of what we were appreciative of or what we were thankful for, uh, for the year. Yeah, And, um, we didn't do that. You, yeah. Just didn't do it. I wasn't even. I, we weren't there.
0: I, I can We came back from the store, yeah. and everyone was eating, and I was like, "Well, if we missed it, we missed it." But
1: <laughs> but I'm okay with I, it. No, sorry about that. And one. um, it was. But yeah,
0: so it was I, fine. My guess is you you, my, mas- you masterfully avoided.
1: Well, I uh, my dad my dad uh, is is lovely at uh, prayer, at saying prayers, and he gave the Thanksgiving blessing, um, and then we. I said let's go ahead okay get your plates and we'll get started and people just went to eat yeah um your brother i asked him later it, he did kind of miss it he would like to have had the moment of uh that you set aside for just focusing on what you're grateful for he he missed it but um you know there's always next thanksgiving and it can yeah. come back
0: yeah and hey the next time the you know the four of us are all together we can yeah, talk about sure. it but it was just yeah. uh for, for my thing uh like we had talked about last last week or so It was just that like you know i, I struggle with that feeling of an elephant in the room kind mm-hmm. of a thing and it's like of course there's things that i'm grateful for but it was yeah, yeah that
1: but having a circle without dad in it
0: felt, just, felt really we weren't ready for it that. would feel very yeah. empty yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah and his absence would be so noted so um, although it was, it it was, of course, it was anyway. Yeah, for sure. But, and, and I, for myself, made an effort to go and talk to people and tell them what I appreciated about them. Right. And so it wasn't left unsaid. I just said it one on one, not
2: a lot more privately. I yeah. made an m- intent to try to do that with with Matt, with Eric, yeah. with Jessica, with you know. With earning yeah. as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as much as a two-year-old will accept but, uh, gratitude. <laughs> they're trying to be much more personal on that one-to-one level with it than, right. than making it a big thing in a circle holding yeah. hands. And,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. so um, Thanksgiving decorations now are down at the house, and I will be putting up Christmas decorations this week, everything except the Christmas tree.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then that we will do as a, as a group. Um, and be celebrating your birthday, son, Sam. Right.
0: <laughs> That's always been the, the rule because Sam's birthday is December 15th, so we don't set up the tree until after the
2: birthday's been been had. Yeah. I will say just one of the things I've noticed about this year, especially since dad has passed, talking about traditions and things changing. Yeah. And Jessica will tell you this. Anybody knows because we never put the tree up before my birthday. Right. Yeah. So as part of being married and, and learning how to compromise, we have started to put the tree up earlier and earlier, and I just – Came to deal with it. <laughs> but literally this year, like it's not just dealing with it. I am full on leaning into it. I put yeah. Christmas lights up today. Yeah, we're starting to pull Bring out some decorations, yeah. and and that is so weird for me to have decided just to lean into it. Yeah. And so
0: well, that's kind of something that Mom and I were talking about last week too. is the of uh, uh, starting new traditions of mm-hmm. things, and not exactly with uh, you know we we're talking about our, this house specifically with uh, with our family and stuff, but like uh, as you. Sort of uh, have started your your family mm-hmm. in unit uh, and stuff. Yeah, kind of starting your own traditions and being like, it's okay that my family puts up our tree after my birthday, but this family can
1: sure
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah can put it up earlier. And there will come a year, mom, where I'm sure I'll come to you and I'll say, if you want to put it up on December first. <laughs> I'll be here to help you do it. But also, who are we kidding? This is a family of procrastinators. Right. <laughs> it's it's, so it's a nice it's excuse. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably get to it by the fifteenth. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's for sure. But So one of the things um, <clears throat> that, that we were inviting Sam to speak of today Yeah. Uh, will be uh, probably really tough, but appreciate you being here. Oh. Um, so Sam and his wife uh, found that they were um, pregnant, with, with their first baby um, about the same time that your dad was diagnosed that his cancer had returned and that it would mm-hmm. be terminal. So,
0: But when you say about the same time... Well, go ahead, Sam. So, I'll let you,
1: you take it from there. But he, the, talking about the circle of life coming full force and um, hitting you between the eyes, well, right? Well, yeah. And,
0: and, right. and losing a parent while becoming a parent. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. that has to be crazy.
2: But yeah, you, you talk to that. So it was probably early August 2015... Jessica and I knew that uh, we were expecting probably by the point we were eight or nine weeks since, we'd kind of just crossed that barrier of there's a really, really, really good chance that this is gonna to go to term. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's still one of those, it's almost still a little too early to like start spreading the word. But we were just driving around and it was like, we need to go tell our parents. Like if nothing else, like having them know, having them pray about it too, is just gonna up the chances. Like this is, we have really good odds, but the, ch- the chances get even better. And she agreed, so we came over here, and it was on a Sunday, I, I feel like the 8th, but I could be completely wrong, and we came in, and Dad wasn't home yet, but he was coming back from the store, we saw him pull into the driveway, um, as we found out he would have, he fell in the driveway, took forever to get into the house.
0: Yeah, because Dad had been, his hip had been hurting, Yes, yeah, hurting and hurting and getting weaker, and that's what ended up. Side story, a little bit. But it ended up going to the hospital for that, and that's when we found out that, the yeah, cancer. exactly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, continue.
2: But, and it was that same day. It was, I felt so blessed that we told him on that day, probably hours before, mm-hmm. hey, we're expecting you're going to be a grandfather. And I was still riding that high the next day, and I came over for lunch I, on my work. I was on my lunch break. I came over, and I just wanted to kind of revel in that joy. But you could just walk into this house, and it felt, a 180 different you couldn't tell what it was I didn't know what it was at the moment yeah but dad was up here and mom and Eric were out back and mom goes I don't know how to tell you but your dad's cancer is back and
0: <laughs> what was that feeling to being like I just told them that we're bringing in this new baby yeah and now it, like
2: getting this bomb dropped do you remember the the red in Disneyland where you're in the elevator, you go straight up, and then you go straight down. Oh, boy, do I. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I'm all the way high. I'm at a 10, cloud yeah. nine. Boom, hit the basement. Yeah. And it, and it was just one of those, like, it's not fair. Totally. <laughs> that was oh, the first man. thing I thought. But um, dad being dad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> it like, was like, I'm still going to be here. To wrestle with her or, or him, mm-hmm. we didn't know what the point it was going to be—a little girl—and just he was lifting me up at that moment. Yeah, that was really hard.
0: It was. I'm totally. That <coughs> was uh, with with Dad always. With the first time he had uh, that he had been diagnosed, I remember being like, "Oh, prostate cancer, <laughs> cancer!" And Dad's like, "Why? You know, don't be crying. We're gonna we're gonna get this fixed. Like, it's fine." To the point, like that, I forgot that he had had it, almost right. until it had come back. Right. Um, and even, I mean, I, I, I can say for the most part, up until the day that he passed, he, he you know, he he had a fighting spirit about him, um, where like, a, oh, don't worry about me, like, I'll still be here. I want to make sure you're, yeah, yeah, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that has, to, yeah, just that drastic sort of parallel of. Yeah, riding that high of becoming a parent, and then, yeah, having that the rug pulled out from under you. Um, I don't know. And how was that during the rest of like, you know, where was your mind at? I guess when it comes to like the the pregnancy, and then dad's diagnosis <laughs> and like stuff too. I mean, like
2: in some ways, they played off each other because when the not it was a really nice, easy pregnancy, right, up to just about to the end, but then. But when we start thinking about getting the room together, we'd start thinking about um, just all the other things that you have to do to prep for your first child. And then I've got my dad over here doing chemo. Yeah. <laughs> so they kind of played off each other where it's, okay, this is getting too stressful to think about. I'm going to jump over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm too over my head over here. I'm going to go back to worrying about my dad. And so yeah. in some ways it became a saving grace one way or the other. I was able to go both ways with it. Um, that was also probably running away from the truth that these two trains are going to collide at some point where... Yeah. Dad won't be here, and there will be an Ernie. Right. So. um And I, I mean, I, and I remember
0: at that time, too, you know, just like with regular, like, just that optimism. Like, we didn't know how it was going to shake out. I kind of, when I got that call that the cancer was back, I had that pit in my stomach, too, because yeah. I was like, I think this is, you know, he, the first, you know, it just. The
2: the phrase stage four is not right. a good stage to be at. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Um, that's I tried to talk myself out of it being terminal, but you can't yeah. at that point. And then I don't think we even used the word terminal in the house. No. forever. I don't. I think we got all the way through his treatments before we really started saying like, okay, now we're here till the end, whatever, however long it goes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there was there was a lot of good moments. Um, dad on chemo needed to realize that he was on chemo versus he's uh-huh. not the Superman that he once was, but. Like, he was always... He still came over to he help me blow out my sprinklers for the first time. I had no idea. Well, yeah. I had an idea how to do it. But, but I you wouldn't this. have known, yeah. right? Had you... Yeah. And and so there were things like...
1: Well, that, and then Dad had... Uh, Dad's chemotherapy had finished up about a month before the baby was born. Yeah. And on that, uh, that evening that Ernie was born... Um, I've got pictures of, of us and, and the other grandparents, you know, out yeah. in the the waiting room and your dad with no hair. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. And the pictures of, of him holding the baby for the first time. Um, and, you know, the, what a blessing he he had. We would love to have had more time, but to have any time.
0: Right. Well, that was the scariest thing, like, yeah, because you guys told me on my birthday that you were expecting this <laughs> yeah. child. And, uh, and so I had known about dad's sickness a little bit before, a couple weeks before that and stuff. But I just remember that thought being like, oh, like, is dad going to be here when, you know, Ernie, when she gets, when she's born? Like, is dad going to be able to see his granddaughter? And like that kill me, you know, just, it was so terrifying, and but it was also such a joy when she was born, and seeing the two of them together, and like, yeah, um, it sucks that we don't have, and that he wasn't, he wasn't the dad that we know he wanted to be for, around, Right. Ernie. Yeah,
2: he wasn't the, the grandpa that we grew up with, which he, Sam the First, yeah, and, he, that's who he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so, for him not to be that, I'm sure killed him. Mm-hmm. But I, am so very thankful that, literally just, on that moment going, we need to tell them, and in just a few hours before, there was information that his cancer was back. <clears throat> like, that to me means the world. Yeah. The other part, too, that is on the very other, opposite side of that, the night she was born, they play a little lullaby out in the the waiting room to let everybody know that the baby's arrived. And after everybody was ready, I went out and got all the grandparents, brought them back in, and mom and and my in-laws were just right there, right around Jess holding the baby like they were there. Dad kind of stepped back a little bit, so I went and threw my arm around him and dragged him up to the circle. Um, that's just another mom at all. Yeah. Hold on to
0: the pictures of um, Ernie with with Dad too. Like after she'd been born and that first year or so, like you know, those are some of the last pictures I have. Uh, I, or we can just see him candidly, like smiling and and just so happy. And uh, I don't know what I, I guess too. It was it. Uh, I don't know. I guess just how how was that seeing them like interact you know uh together like because you know pop pop was ernie's she was you know well she was was pop pop's biggest fan dude. she yeah. was
1: pop pop's biggest fan yeah. and um yeah he may not have been a hundred percent active around her um and it didn't matter i mean i could run circles around doing everything to make her happy but he would walk in the room and she would just it was extra special
2: or, or vice versa like I could have been hanging out with Dad, and then Jessica would bring Ernie over, like if we were meeting here, yeah. and to see Dad switch on a yeah. dime. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd see her, and I don't think he was hurting. No, <laughs> you
0: know? no. yeah, we'd be talking to him, and the depression was real. Like he, yeah. he, in the last, you know, year, I don't know, probably even the three years that I don't know that he had since we heard his diagnosis and his passing, you know, it just kind of got stronger and stronger and it was clear that he was depressed and no one could ever blame him for that, but yeah, the second that she would walk in the room or she would come in and you'd hear her like yell for like, you know, ma, ma, or pop, pop, or whatever and and you could just see like him smile and even Mm -hmm. if he was looking weak, you know, he would Mm -hmm. hold her and um, she, yeah, she has played a huge role in in all of it and it's crazy because she'll never know. She's two right now.
2: She'll listen to this going, (laughs) well, there it is. (laughs) Like, But yeah, and I don't necessarily want to jump to the very end of the line with like right before Dad passed. No, no, no. But like, but we can always cut back and and come back. Of course, yeah. But like the other like that moment where we knew we were probably a week out from Dad passing, Mm -hmm. and he was going downhill, pretty good. Um, Jessica and I made the choice to make this that the last time Ernie would see him. Yeah. He was still in decent shape. He was, you know,
1: but confined to his bed and
2: yeah.
0: yeah. But you he know. was he was cognitive enough to hold a conversation mostly, uh,
2: and... and even <laughs> to that day, I think he was pretty low key. He, he rested is... pretty well. He yeah. was he was not doing a whole lot, mm-hmm. and so it got late, and so it was just all right. Let's bring Ernie in. Ernie, you're gonna say bye bye. You're gonna say night night to Pop oh, up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's in that moment where he wakes up, like how
0: do you? Yeah, he had slept almost like over twenty four hours. You know, like he was like barely awake.
2: But like, yeah, then he wakes up, his eyes open, he's moving his hands. He hasn't moved all day long, like just to see her. And um, he blew her a kiss. Yeah, he he met with I love
1: you. And that baby ran out to the living room, and I'm sitting out there, (laughs) and she gets up on the fireplace ledge. It's what a good two inches off the ground. She's, but it's like a little stage. And she says, "Pop up's going to the healer. Yeah, and he's going to be all better."
0: And the, she said it. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, yeah. She didn't pull that out of thin air. That no, I was, no, 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 was like, no, because Sam
1: and Jess really, really were considerate of how they wanted Ernie to go through this. And she said, "And he's going to be all better, and he won't hurt anymore, and we're not afraid." And um and it helped put in perspective to me too of oh, you're right you're right and and there was just joy this baby was nothing but happy for him
2: yeah yeah um, but at the very last thing she had come back in and Jessica's watching and, and I credit Jessica with everything as far as the talking about the talking about death as the healer and and all that stuff like my head was so focused in on dad that yeah, I'm glad that I had Jessica there to plan that stuff because no idea. Yeah, for me. But I'm sitting there. I'm holding his hand. She hops up on the other side on the chair on the opposite side of his bed, and she is mimicking what I'm doing with my hands, like just going to rub in the back of his hand. She's to his. Yeah, and it was just so beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah it was seriously it was, one uh, of those.
0: That was one of the last nights too, where it was like nice you know yeah. what i mean cuz like after that things had sort of began yeah, happening pretty quickly
2: yeah
0: and uh we didn't have too many more opportunities to really like have moments like that kind of a thing and uh yeah that night for sure was was really special and but yeah seeing the optimism on on her little child face you know like mm-hmm. it just being like he's going to be better he's going to feel better he's going to he's going to the he's healer he's
1: going but we're not afraid
0: yeah and it was and just and it's okay it, it, yeah it was weird it's like all right this little two-year-old <laughs> well, old strengthening everybody in this house right now. she's
1: reminding us that it's it's bigger than just um the stress and yeah. the worry and the fear that we felt and the panic it's, it's
0: and it's it's weird too like i don't know i have you know and i like to think about things like that and stuff too and it's like at, at her age people who are so young they're Closer to whatever side is yeah, on the other side of right. of stuff, and so just I don't know, seeing her like sorry, the dog's drinking now. Sorry, <laughs> <okay>. noises of <laughs> laughing water. But uh, having a just seeing her optimism and, and that mm. sort of like oh, it's gonna be better. It's like this really is gonna be better because it's like the dad that we've been mourning and stuff had been
1: we he, were already he, grieving. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Because like like we've been saying after he's passed, we're we're not mourning. Necessarily, the, the dad that was right there when he passed—we're we mourning all of the, the the health and the what ifs and the, the you know because I feel happy for him that that dad that, yeah, that left when he left was sick and he needed, you know, it was bad and right. so yeah. but the, all the the thoughts of like and I know that killed him too, uh, knowing that because he would talk about it too of like not being able to see Ernie grow up and and stuff. But I guess I want to know too, like, as like a, because I'm not a father. I have two dogs, (laughs) um, but I am not a father, (laughs) and uh, I don't know what uh, what that feeling is like in general. But to have that sort of profound life change coincide like uh, with another huge life change, like I don't know how how is that?
2: It is. It's almost too big for words. I can't fully encapsulate what it's like to close the chapter on being Sam, then being Sam the father, yeah. me, with Ernie, and then, at the same time, writing that last chapter of losing dad. Yeah. And, uh, there was a lot of days where, honestly, she helped me a lot, because when you're taking care of a brand new baby, you don't have time to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure the drink poop sleep motto is very true mm-hmm. um, it's a lot of cuddles a lot of you know Jessica and I are both up be up at different times of the night to feed her or to rock her or to change diapers and so a lot of that helped me not focus on dad yeah and so there was to that extent that's really a reason she's another blessing for that but as she got a little bit older and a little more, um, I didn't need to focus on her as intensely as we had been. And Mm -hmm. as we're coming down to this last stretch with dad, that's kinda when it really hit me. There was a lot of like, I don't feel like there were like, I think I learned from dad before becoming a dad. I don't feel like I need dad, like I didn't need dad like super intensely in those moments to be like, dad I don't know how to take care of this baby. Right, right. The way mom and dad took care of us, like, it makes perfect sense to me that, like, I feel like we're kind of all prepared to kind of... Came sort of natural, yeah. how to behave. You and I survived, so this must work. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: Come on, the bar was a little higher than just survival for in our own- <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, on most <both> days. <laughs> we had
0: our newspaper to sleep on. We had our...
1: Get you a new b- uh, ba- We had our bathroom... box. We had our, new- we had yeah. our
0: bathroom buckets.
2: But... You know, Lucky so there's those, like, I think we've said as in the eulogy how Dad was there for us no matter what, whether we were we were sick and we needed him at three in the morning, you know, or, um, so there's just things like, okay. And one of the things I love, and I've held on to this from Dad, is it's not I have to. It is I, I get, get to. Yeah. And so, and that's with Ernie, where, like, probably ten days ago or so, almost ten days ago, she... Was throwing up, had nasty ear infection, just terrible. Like, poor child. Did not feel good. Yeah. But it's she start throw, starts throwing up at four in the morning. It's not, oh, I have to get up and I have to clean this. It's, I get to take care of my daughter, make sure she's okay, and now I get to change the sheets and make sure that the bed is clean and we can go back to bed. Yeah. So there's the, the mind shift, the paradigm shift of I have to versus I get to is something that I focus on a lot.
0: Yeah, and that um, was definitely a, a dadism. I mean, it was a in 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 practice from both of you, of course, <laughs> but that was definitely something that Dad said all, all the time, like oh, how do, like
2: how do, yeah. When you Anything. know, get negative, it would be yeah. Hey, you don't have to go to work. You get, you get, to, get go to, go to go to work. work. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's helped a lot. So there's things that Dad have said, has said and done, and that Mom has done and mm-hmm. said. And that they resonate, and so uh, yeah.
1: Well, the just the timing of little Ernie. Coming into our family um, was about as perfect as it could be.
2: It couldn't be any more perfect.
1: And mm, bittersweet.
2: Bittersweet's my favorite word of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: 17. Yeah. And 16. But but, um, but she and I are good buddies, and yeah, we're gonna. She she doesn't know. No. How important she's been but but she's very loved.
2: Mm-hmm. I truthfully I don't believe in coincidences anymore. I uh that's the like a Gibbs thing on NCIS would be like I don't believe in coincidences. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's another dad staple. Yeah. <laughs> NCIS. You know, but yeah. like even as a in a religious overtone like mm-hmm. I don't believe in coincidences um too much and so just knowing like with Ernie coming or us telling dad about Ernie on that day and then 12 hours later him telling him about cancer and then yeah giving him the hopefully giving him something that you know supported him and drove him through chemo like the treatments and stuff so um I mean it's just it's been wonderful and looking back on it more it r- reminds me of like I wish the window had been bigger yeah but you know.
0: No, that's but th- it
1: never would have been enough.
0: No, right. Yeah, but that that's that's definitely the. You know, like mom and I have been talking about uh, I the last a couple episodes, but that 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 anger that yeah. you that we feel from, from dad passing. It's me, just not fair. Being angry at the the concept of cancer, like, but so angry I wish I could look it in the face, kind of a thing, like, yeah. but that that sort of anger that you can't do anything other than live with, yeah. kind of a thing, and, and and grow from, hopefully, I don't know, yeah. but...
2: I mean, and I say, I will say this, I love this podcast, I love listening to it, the date that, that that episode came out, and the little blurb was, we're talking about anger, and hold on, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and how we're handling it, and dealing with it, it was like, yeah, I don't know if I can listen to that one, because I don't know if I can be ready to face my anger a little bit, but I did, I... <laughs> I was like, you know what, I'm just going to lean into it, I'm going to do it. That's kind of where I'm at. anymore. Is I'm not going to shy away, I'm just going to lean in and do it. And
1: That's
2: it. So I listened to it, and it, it really kind of opened my eyes that my anger is in this situation where it's, I'm not mad for me. I'd love more time with Dad. Yeah. My anger is that Ernie got.
1: Shafted. A, a fraction
0: yeah. of what, what could have been. Yeah.
2: Just a few years, and... So that's just kind of that's where my anger is. That's what I'm angry about with this whole situation, and it's. Well. But trying to but knowing that now I can address it, or at right. least recognize it and try to yeah not and that, let it spill over into other places and onto other people. And,
0: yeah, definitely. So. Even just just being able to look at like this is why I'm angry helps me at least because then it's like at least I'm not angry and confused. Right. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But thank you for sharing your story about that too, Sam. Because we we talked about how it's you know it's heavy, yeah, it's heavy. But um, but like you're saying, it really you know you know coincidence or or fate or whatever whatever it may be, it it all worked out to that. Uh, I don't know having this this new life come in while we're looking at, into at the end of, of dad's life. Uh, It just brought him a ton of inspiration and joy. It brought all of us a ton of
2: inspiration and joy. What she pretty much did for dad in those last couple of years, not knowing it, she's also not knowingly doing it now for us. Yeah. um, So it doesn't end for her yet, but... (laughs) Right, right. um, No,
1: but she's... And it's just in her purely childlike way, which is incredibly appropriate as a child she she shows us what's important yeah and how this continues
0: well and it's cool like you were saying like the i don't have to i get to those sort of dad mm-hmm. or those things we picked up like in in your parenting and in, in your fatherhood journey like you'll be carrying you'll be passing dad along as well with those uh habits and those traditions and like as, that we were so fortunate to have with him mm-hmm. um and that's super cool because yeah. it's it's a way to honor him as well by by passing on the things that he's shown to us and
2: and I mean, I, you're great at it well, you are great at it I think I'm a work in progress but I appreciate you guys saying that
1: <laughs> so. and she is her own little person she's she's delightful
2: I could give you a whole episode on just how amazing she is today <laughs> yeah,
1: yes. yeah. well she does climb. <laughs> little ladders and say band horns up yep we actually did that today <laughs> putting up
2: lights yeah oh so, no, sure really Yeah, that marching
1: yeah. band spirit is alive and well in another generation
2: yeah so but she loves music loves marching bands um stone through and oh, through oh gosh oh yeah.
1: and you know the pictures um she just there's there's pop-up
2: yep. yeah she she brings them up like it's I shouldn't be surprised by anything my two and a half year old does. Yeah. I really shouldn't. I, She's amazing, but she'll bring him up randomly like, hey, Pop Pop. Like, you know, that's not so much where's Pop Pop, but it's can we go see him? And so, well, no, he's at the healer, but we can go to his remembering place. Okay, bring him Coke. Yeah, yeah. we can bring
1: him Coke. In the last months of Sam Stone's life, he that man drank Coca Cola. Drank and um, Ernie, one of her jobs was to run out to the kitchen and bring him a Coca-Cola. So, yeah. anyway.
2: So, she still does it. We, she yeah, takes him on doing. up there
1: to the cemetery, the remembering place. And, um, yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. She saw a picture of uh, your dad and, and I together. And she goes, oh, you look so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. You're like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> oh, no, I loved it.
2: Yeah. yeah. And she talks about you with Pop-Pop. She yeah. was like... She was talking to Jessica and I the other night, and she goes, um, she was talking about the picture,
1: uh-huh.
2: and, her, and I can't remember the whole context of the whole conversation, but it was, you know, he, you know, miss Pop-Pop. Yeah, I miss Pop-Pop. Moss house. Moss miss him. Like, yeah. So, like, and it's just, it's one of those beautiful little things that, like, the way she says it, the way she does it, the whole. It's, like, so
0: simple, but it's just, like,
2: yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, thank you again for 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 being on this episode and talking about sharing that story because I think it's just as there's that weird duality of that mom and I have been talking about about like dad passing meeting retirement you know like just yeah. these big big life changes kind of colliding at the same time like life life goes life. on yeah and it comes into the world as it goes out of the world and yeah uh, but yeah. Um, and
1: how we deal with it, and that is, um, and I think there in there lies what what we can do is is learn how to deal um, with it and, and strengthen it, um, strengthen our bonds as a family, and 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 parenting bonds, and
2: yeah,
1: yeah, it's all it's all uh, it's quite a, a journey.
0: It's all a journey. Um, well, should we, should we set some goals? Should we, should we talk about, uh, something that we want to, uh, right. I don't know. What, what should we do this week to, uh, to just make it as, uh, I don't know. Do uh, you want to join in the fun, my, Sam? Do you, you want to set here, a goal next week? Not yet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, then I, I was asking.
0: <laughs> I won't let you not set a goal.
2: because <laughs> say, if I'm not here next week, I'll send an email yeah, and I'll you guys can read you it. It. Okay. Or, or text. Not going to lie. I'm very tempted to, to pull in the... The app, the oh, what is a Headspace? It, the, headspace? Headspace? Headspace. Yeah, headspace, You know, that's something I've been thinking about. I've been working on some other mind stuff, just as far as like, I don't want to say mind sharpening, but like games like Sudoku and stuff. Just trying to like, yeah, keep it really sharp I've been feeling a little fuzzy and uh, just want to like exercise the brain a little bit and, mm. and kind of. But do you know that that
1: fuzziness is definitely uh, expected yeah. while you're grieving? So
2: uh, uh, fully expected. Yeah yeah just started kind of sitting in the haze a little bit. Oh,
0: I guess I might have jumped a li- sorry, we'll go back to goals real quick, but something I wanted to uh, also talk to you about Sam real quick was uh was just quick, not I mean, not even quickly, but uh, how has that the grieving process, that whole I- idea of uh, you know there's the there well, initially yeah. we we were expecting the five stages of grief or whatnot, but also sorry with, with fatherhood and the exhaustingness, I'm sure that it can be like you spoke to. <laughs> Um, how how is, uh, how is dealing with grief on top
2: of the full time job of being a parent while also having a full time job? I know the first thing I did is I wanted to get back to work, and I, yeah. that's that's essentially denial and running away from it, and um, and just understanding that I'll deal with it as like as sure. it comes up, but it it's one of those where that was probably the wrong approach. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I mean there's validity in you know? distraction, but, yeah. but I know what you mean. Yeah, but, you know, and just in distraction alone it doesn't work, but. Um, and it hits me. I'm at a stage now. I'm at a point where the w- most random things will be what sets it off. And like, went to Costa Vida last night. Free plug for that. Yeah, yeah. very good. Good restaurant. Good. Wow. <laughs> um, but they were playing. Um, hit me with your best shot. Like a staple of the the Pet Band tunes from high school. And in that moment, there's just. I felt so much joy of just even... So I'm standing there, you know, picking up food from the online order station Mm -hmm. and, like, feeling joy and there's kind of some sadness when the song ends. Uh, It's kind of the same way when I was driving around one night and um, I've had some heavier days. I think we all texted back and forth on those heavier days. Mm -hmm. Totally. The District 3 competition day was a really heavy day. Big uh, marching band
0: competition that comes
1: at
2: the end of the season. And,
1: you know, with... uh... Sam having been so involved in music and marching and that was just something that yeah. in our family was a big day.
2: And so it was just kind of a heavy day on that day but I was listening to the radio just driving around not long ago and uh, Bohemian Rhapsody came on. You know. And there was a year where he did that as a marching band tune and it's just one of those tunes I've always loved listening to. Yeah. Um, you know and there's just that moment of I by the beginning of the song I'm feeling great joy middle of the song I'm like oh, I really miss my dad. Yeah. And by this. The end of the song goes, like I'm like okay, I think I'm gonna be okay when like, nothing really I'm, matters. <laughs> I'm not to really have to pull the car over, you know. Yeah. But, but man, are there's other ones like I'm not. I don't want to pitch too many artists, but no, no, listen no, to a no, lot no. of music. But like, Imagine Dragons, like half of their stuff that's out on the radio right now makes me think of Dad. Really? Yeah.
1: Um, you know that's cool that because you're so far ahead of me because I don't even listen to the radio. I. Don't listen to the radio in the car. I don't listen to music in the house yet. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: because oh, I by know. myself, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It just doesn't feel safe well, yet.
2: Yeah, totally. It, I get that, and I, I have had the moments where I've totally stepped in it and been like, uh, "I wish I had heard that song today." Yeah.
0: Well, same. So. I like I can go around being like, "All right, I want to control what I listen to through the, the joys of the technologies that we have. Like, I don't have to listen to songs that are going to make me feel a certain way that I'm not." in the mood to feel right now kind of a thing but I was working uh, at work and, and we have the luxury of being able to sort of uh, listen to like uh, podcasts or music or something while we work uh, and one of my coworkers doesn't have headphones and she just kind of had her, her radio <laughs> playing quietly on her phone next to her like not bugging anybody nothing not a big deal And I'm, but I'm sitting next to her and I can kind of hear it and that that song that stupid live like you're dying song oh, and, no. I, and I seriously had to be like oh, hey would you mind like hey, honestly <laughs> like I don't I'm sorry but Tim this, McGraw, it's a great song, but not today. Yeah, yeah, it's like, this is really hitting home for me. Uh, but then I was uh, talking to her, and her dad's sick. I mean, it was just, it ended up being yeah. a conversation that was, like, actually kind of right. nice to have. Yeah. Uh, oh. But uh, it, was, it was over this, like, oh, man, I think I can control everything around me, but
2: uh, uh, no. <laughs> so, speaking of things that are just, again, coincidences don't exist. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, because the right song comes on the radio at the right time or the wrong song and it yeah. f- makes you have the feels. But I was getting my hair cut at, at the Beard House Barbershop in Nampa. Plug. Yeah. Amazing place. <laughs> Been several times. Every man should go. Yeah. Um, but I'm in there getting my hair cut. This guy comes in. His mom has just had a medical emergency down in California. She's 94. He's well into his 60s. He's like, I just got to look good so I can get down there. Mm. You know, so they squeeze him in last minute. And... Um, I was so as you do in a barber shop people talk so the guy that's cutting my hair lost his dad two, or his mom two years ago um, to cancer mm-hmm. so then I'm like well I lost my dad two months ago so suddenly you were having those conversations about man those feelings they don't go away but they you find a way to manage them and, and, and truly talking in that, that moment that night um, helped a lot yeah it was to know that you're not alone which I've been mm-hmm. mentioned on this podcast before but like and I know we're not, but like,
1: but the it moment, can be so isolating. It can be.
2: But then, for like a random occurrence
0: in, in, out in the world, or it, as you would say, maybe not, not even random, but this occurrence out in the world, then all of a sudden, springs forth, springs forth this very apparent sort of like not alone feeling. And something that Mom and I have been talking about too is that uh, that I've been noticing when. The topic of grief or, or something like that comes up, people are very quick to want to jump in and, and talk about it because mm-hmm. it's under talked about in our society. But I think it's something people don't they think about. We think about it often, mm-hmm. um, but it's just not really something that there's a lot of place for to.
1: Our society hasn't been able to to accept these <laughs> icky feelings that yeah. cannot be fixed and just sit with them. Yeah. we're not we're not there. Mm-hmm. Yet so people have to, um, often people shut their mouths and that when there's an opening, then I can talk about my grief. Oh my goodness, I've got a story. I yeah. need to share. Yeah.
0: And it's like, and it's, it feels nice to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, um, in, in reading the the book, the uh, Megan Divine book this week, um, It's Okay That You're Not Okay. Yeah. You know, there are times when, you know, you can't really... Let the big feels come and dissolve, and right. you know it, you can't do that as much as you'd like to. And there are some tools that she um, she talked about in one of the, the chapters that actually made me feel stronger going into Thanksgiving. Not that I needed them, but if I had needed some tools, it was good to have a couple in my little um, you know hypothetical backpack there. Where, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, but uh, you know if you are in a place where you really can't break down and just lose it um you know if you're in a grocery store or whatever go out in the parking lot get in your car and then just count how many yellow lines are out there just start counting them and it's totally trying to um ground you mm-hmm. in in something that's not about your emotions at that moment or look around the store how many things do you see that are blue um, boy, I wish I'd known that remember I talked about going to the craft store the one time yeah. and the song came on and I'm welling up. Well, you know, if I maybe had that tool, I could have gone, oh, now I know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so but you know, re- to reinforce you can't live with that. Those are short-term fixes for a situational thing. If you're right. at work and you know somebody's coming up and needing your help with something. It's not your your time to. You know, to yeah, have your you moment.
0: You've got to put the game face on.
1: Yeah, and so just ha- having little tools that you can use um, for short-term fixes really makes me feel like I can, I can sometimes be in some control over my emotions. Um, yeah. When, when it's appropriate not to be full into, you know, grieving. And,
2: yeah.
1: But being just super kind to yourself, you know. Not beating yourself up like the green bean casserole, I still don't feel bad about it,
0: and uh, it still got eaten up.
1: You know it did, and it was still tasty, even mm-hmm. if it joined the rest of the dinner thirty minutes later. Well, it's, it was
0: ready when when Katie and I uh, was, yeah, was there. Perfect. You go.
1: So again, um, you gotta take care of yourself first, like in an airplane. You know when the. If you reach turbulence and the air masks come down, you have to take care of yours first before you help others around you. So. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, now now we kind of think we can get into goals a little bit
2: now. Feel good about that. Did
1: you think of a goal, Sam?
2: So I mean, outside of the, the MindSpace app, yeah. I'm. I think this week my goal is to continue to show appreciation to those people who have been my rock the mm-hmm. last. Oh, that's a great several goal. months. Um, In some way, somehow reach out to them and and show appreciation. Yeah, That's a really good goal.
1: That's nice. That is nice. Um, So I will continue uh, the meditation path with Headspace. And um, I'm going to put up um, some Christmas decorations in this house. Yeah, okay. I want to share with you something before you talk about your goal. For sure, okay. It was the Friday after Thanksgiving, and I was in my cozy room, little cozy fire, little romantic TV show on, and I had this feeling of joy. Like, you know that kind of, you just want to giggle, and I mean, there was oh, yeah. nothing about like, what in the world? it was world? It was the first time I had felt joy and In a really, really long time. And it could have been that I was eating chocolate. Maybe it was a sugar chemical thing. No, yeah. But I'm so excited to know that that is still in me.
0: Oh, same. Actually, I have a Mm -hmm. a story about that too. I was taking, uh, this is before we got Wendy, um, but I was taking Zeno out on a walk around the neighborhood. And I was just listening to uh, an an interview on a podcast of this guy like uh, Brian Eno a musician, but uh, he, uh, I was just listening, and, like, I was like, oh, man, it was just getting my brain going when they were talking about music and the way that connects, and I was just walking, listening to it, enjoying that podcast, and I just came around this corner, and the sun was kind of setting, and there was something about the way, like, the red of the stop sign hit, like, the purple of, like, the sun setting in the sky and the tree, and it just, like, I could have cried. It was so, just a nice feeling, and it, like, I could have, I almost got emotional because it was just, like, oh, that's still in there. It's still in there. It still feels... And I was talking to my therapist about that, and she was saying that you know, like the the body for uh, and the brain, um, you know, and I deal with like, stuff like anxiety a lot and stuff too, and, and things. But like uh, in general, we're so good at our bodies are so good at being like, okay, what's the potential negative? You know, it's almost like a survival sort of like thing, and then we're so good at focusing on negative things, especially in times of of hardships and whatnot. But um, that. When, but that sort of the other side of that can come out, you know, because we're not built to just be animals who suffer. <laughs> yeah. uh, even though, uh, I don't know, it feels like that a little sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, it's good. And uh, she, she was equating it to, um, so I, I quit um, smoking cigarettes. Um, uh, actually, when dad was sick, it was a promise I made uh, in the room with him. And just something that I, I felt very compelled to stick, stick with, um, you know. I was on and off with them for a while, but I'm I'm done. Um, but something something I was reading about cigarettes. In general, it's like your brain forms, um, like almost physical like bridges. Um, when you're, let's say like I'm at work and I'm going to go on my break, mm-hmm. and normally I smoke a cigarette on my break, and I'm like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that this time. Um, your brain f- makes a small bridge between going on your break and not smoking, and it's never as hard as that first time. You, you create that bridge and then every time you say no after that, it literally physically strengthens a part of your, your brain, your neural connections um, to, to adjusting to life without smoking kind of a thing. And um, it's similar with grief and stuff. When we take that time to, even if subconsciously be like, whoa, I feel really nice right now. Um, just observing those moments, it creates these bridges. It, it creates these sort of Ideas of your life with happiness and, and joy and stuff. and
1: Yeah, oh, I'm so glad to hear that. It can be
0: strengthened um, by, just, by just allowing yourself to appreciate a moment. Uh, when I was taking Xeno on that walk, I stopped, and I just looked at the sky. I looked at that stop sign and that tree, and I was just like, this is a nice moment. And I just took it in, and I moved forward. I, yeah. I left it where it was, and I moved forward. And it, it's, uh, it's something that we can train ourselves to actually do more often, which I thought was very cool to hear.
1: That is yeah. so good to hear. Maybe that could be a, a goal down Dibs. the road. Dibs, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> right, really? Right, uh, whatever he said. Um, that's what my goal is. No,
0: um, but uh, my goal for this week uh, is one uh, for myself, but also for Katie, who's a wonderful, wonderful partner. I'm going to uh, 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 make efforts to clean every day. I'm going to do something uh, like
1: brush your teeth or
0: uh, personal hygiene. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna tune my own horn, but I kind of got it okay. Uh, but no, around our Those house, bridges are done. Uh, we do have five pets in our small ho- uh, house, and all oh, there's hair, and uh, you know, uh, I think just there's a tendency with with grief and and anxiety and procrastination, as I've spoken up too, and now that I've entered a new video game into my life, uh, it's <laughs> like it's easy to to not see things yeah. that are like you know, maybe just clutter. It's not a huge deal, but those things add up. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to be mindful to do some variation of cleaning, uh, every day. Nice. Not big stuff though. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, no. Yeah, no, Katie uh, is
1: our, uh, the, the member of the team that doesn't speak but but she's the person that gets the email she's the person that puts out on the oh Facebook. Yeah.
0: It, the any of the reason that uh that you found access to this podcast is because yeah. of the work katie's put into Absolutely. the online things Absolutely. but uh yeah that's my that's my goal this week is to uh just keep our house uh help keep our house physically clean nice
1: <laughs> very nice i like it guys yeah yeah
0: um, Sam, thank you again so much. Really,
1: thank you so much. And uh, you're always first of many. Come. I'm sure times yeah. will be I hope so.
2: I hope, I hope there's more to come.
0: Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, well, this
1: one had to be a hard one.
0: Yeah. It's a hard story to tell, but it's one that that too I'm, I'm sure um, will probably resonate with some people. You know, like it's a.
1: Well, how do the like, most joyous things in your world happen? Can happen right alongside.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, to find the beauty in in both.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, it really does mean a lot. Um, we've gotten some really really nice responses, um, and we just I can't uh, understate how or overstate how much we appreciate it. It's it's very kind and um, it just helps us keep staying right. Well, and it's the holidays are, to do it, yeah. are
1: coming. Um, let's just let's keep our community growing. I am going to go over to the grief thing this week. Get a little cool. more information, maybe yeah. I can share and.
0: Yeah, because your yeah. holiday grief.
1: Yeah, the, the program bereavement group uh, has, has uh, I guess, opened the door for the next group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I plan to attend with a great attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get to attend. And- <laughs> you yeah, 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 get yeah, to attend. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we will check back in with you soon. And until then, we'll Ooh, keep, keep dealing with it. it.